Hello, and welcome to another episode of IJD HTF Close Enough. And today we are discussing episode six. Episode six. Which these are the last two segments before the finale episode. So this is what, 13 and 14. And then segment 15 has its own full length episode versus these, which are like little half C's. Right. So that's kind of fun. We're kind of coming to the end, but we get my favorite episode in this or favorite segment in this episode. Yay. And they're releasing a season two. Yeah. They surprise dropped a season two on us this week. So it's kind of a big fun time. And if you want us to also recap season two, let us know on Instagram at fresh and then there's a period in then ethic. It'll be in the show notes, but we're trying to decide what to do for the next season of this show. And if that's what you think we should do, then let us know. Yeah. So first segment in this episode is called so long boys, which starts with Emily taking a pregnancy test, which is negative. But then Josh is like, it's okay. I'll get a vasectomy just so we don't have to worry anymore because it's the responsible like adult thing to do. So he has a vasectomy party. How do you feel about vasectomy parties? I thought it was like counterproductive to what he was trying to do. Cause he's like, Oh, I'm going to be an adult and be responsible and be responsible. And then like he went through a party about being responsible, being responsible. So I thought it was pretty funny. And then uh, I don't like the idea of a vasectomy party, but I also kind of do as well because it's like something feared. I think it was funny because Candace is at the neighbors next door and she's like playing and she's like listening through the air vents and she's like, what is a vasectomy party? And the neighbors were like, no one in their right mind would ever have a vasectomy party. That would be stupid. <laughs> and then you hear the guys outside being like, woo, vasectomy party. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess <laughs> that is what they're doing. Which Josh goes to the clinic and he finds out that it's irreversible, or at least this. Yeah, because they have robots do it. And this, um, the robots, however they do the surgery, makes it irreversible. Yeah. And at the same time, Alex goes with him and he's like, oh, man, I like have been here before because I used to like donate sperm before I had my vasectomy. Right. So he's like all about being there. And then he's like, maybe I should reverse my vasectomy so I can like make more donations. Like kind yeah. of deal, which is kind of interesting. And basically Emily's at home wondering if they made like a hasty decision. Was it a mistake to like, just say, yeah, get a vasectomy. And then at the same time, Josh is having like second thoughts. So the doctor puts them on the scary amusement ride, which is like basically why to have a vasectomy. And they have like these what you think are robots doing like pop and locking and arguing with each other. These yeah. Days. It's basically like similar to a Disneyland ride mm-hmm. where but like scary. you go on the water and like, it's like parts of the Caribbean, but mm-hmm. instead this is like why you ought to have a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. And so they take this ride and by the end of it, he's just like, I don't think I really want to have a vasectomy. So he's like, I need to go call Emily. So he's like, Going through the halls, trying to find signal, because of course there's no phone signal in there. Right. It's like a compound. And they run into the twins from the ride. And Alex is like, oh my gosh, these are my children. Because they they do look a lot like him. They look like him, which is funny. 
they're like saying the same things he says as he says them. And he's like, oh my gosh, like I was their sperm donor. And the kids are like, you were not our sperm donor. But he, he was convinced for a while there. Um, Emily ends up going to the vasectomy center and it locks her out. She can't get in. So she's having to go through their air vents and the robot surgeons are chasing Josh down. They like tied up the other doctor. Like it quickly becomes like a horror, like film atmosphere. Like the robots are taking over. Yeah. Like the robots are coming to chop your, your, they made it sound like they were going to chop his um, testicles off, but. Well, and they kept using lasers. Like how they end up beating them is they point the lasers at like each of the robots. So it basically burns off the crotch of each robot. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Didn't seem like a really great, great uh, time. So Alex finds out that all of his sperm had ended up in a landfill, but. Which is like pretty funny. But they are able to free the twins from their contract. So they no longer had to work in the. Yeah. Vasectomy clinic. And uh, while all this is happening, Emily is having a meltdown because she's thinking about how much of a joy Candace is. Mm -hmm. And she's like going through all of Candace's old clothing Mm -hmm. and she has to like rush and tell uh, Josh not to get a vasectomy. And so she ends up meeting them at the clinic and like. I don't know. It just becomes this whole fiasco, which is they made it work. But then Alex is like, well, I'm going to go donate more sperm because there's going to be a bunch of dwarfed babies. And then it fast forwards 2000 years and there's like a bunch of cavemen type things like post-apocalyptic that all look like Alex. Yeah. So that's kind of how they end it was with that like sci-fi fast forward. Yeah. Which what are some takeaways? I think that. The idea of donating sperm has always been kind of a fascinating thing in general. Just like, well, how many, you know, if you donate your sperm, how many, and you know, you do it so often, how many times are you going to be replicated or how many little Andrews or, or Lindsay's are going to be running around? Or how many people donate sperm and they just throw it away? Right. And honestly, one of the downsides of this episode is like they could have focused even more on that, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, that funny but I mean, aspect of it. Each segment is literally only, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, they did a pretty good so, job. Yeah, they did a pretty good they job. They fit a lot in that 10-minute period. So now we move on to my personal favorite segment of the season, which is called Clap Like This. Basically, this uh, episode starts off with Josh showing some producers his new game that he made. Yes. Which is such a silly thing because it's basically just like... It's called Clap Like This. And it's like a clapping game where you like clap when... Like it's kind of like a guitar hero, but you yeah. basically clap when it wants you to you clap, clap on the beat or yeah. whatever. It's kind of fun. Um, So they're like, oh man, we'll buy this free from you for a million dollars. So he tells Emily and Candace, they're out buying a bunch of stuff. Like Candace gets a new bike. There's a pony. Like all of this. And Josh gets home and gets a call and finds out his game actually wasn't bought and that the guys were actually just glorified assistants and had zero buying power. Yeah. But he doesn't want to tell his family because... He's self-conscious. He's self-conscious. And they just keep spending money. And he also quit his job. Yeah. (laughs) So he really doesn't want to tell his family. So they keep spending money and 
Then they show Emily and Bridget out at the social club, and Bridget is turning 26. So they're like out at this thing where 3D prints a toilet every time someone has to go to the restroom, like a one-use toilet. And Bridget gets a call that she's getting cut off because she's now 26, and she has to get a job. So at that same time, Josh is at his work begging for shifts. He's like, I know I quit, but please take me back and any extra shifts, I'll take them. So he does his work so fast and he does so many that they then have to give him days off because one, they have no more work for him. And two, like he did too many installs within that time period. Like he basically worked his maximum amount of hours. Mm Mm-hmm. So the coworker was like, oh, I'll give you some like off the books jobs. Like I'll figure it out. Like a shady coworker comes yeah. and shows up in his car. So then Bridget decides she's going get to get a job at Forever 23, which is obviously a ripoff of like Forever 21. But it's basically a boutique and they're like, oh my gosh, if you're 24, you can't work here. And she's like, oh, I'm definitely 23. So they're like, oh, we'd love to make you the face of the brand, which I feel like is what every job like that always tells you when they hire you. They're like, oh, we want you to be a face up for our brand. And then they put her in the back just... Like, like folding clothes. Folding, like, not even just normal clothes, like the irregular clothes. Like yeah. the junk clothes. Sure. So she's doing that, and Emily is like, oh my gosh, we're going to go to this really expensive dinner at Napkeen, and they make the food in your mouth. Yeah. And Josh is panicking because he's like, that is the most expensive restaurant like in the world. It was funny because, like... When they first get there, they, like, show another table where a guy has a napkin over his face and they cut a hole and they just, like, make... And they're like, why is there a napkin on that guy's face? And they were like, so God doesn't judge judge him while he eats. Like, indulges. indulges. Like, they're literally, like, cracking eggs in this guy's mouth and using a whisk and, like, whisking inside the guy's mouth and then putting salt and pepper and wine. And so... Josh, in the middle of this dinner, has to run out because he gets, some, like, a message about, like, doing another TV install. Which and he's like, is, I need this money. This is also the, one of my favorite parts is, like, right when he's running out, he's like, oh, got to go to the bathroom. And she's like, oh, you don't have to leave the table to go to the bathroom. And there's a guy, like, rolling out a toilet. Like a gold toilet. A gold toilet. It's yeah. like, what? That's so crazy. the install ends up being at Bridget's new work. And while Bridget is working, she hears this music and she's like, where is this coming from? So she sees all these mannequins having a dance party. Yeah. And then they're like, you could be 23 forever, too. You could be a mannequin like us and party every night. It's great. And she's like, that does sound really nice. So then like the room, like everything flips and it turns into like almost a medical facility. And then they're like, we can turn you into us. So they like strap her to a thing and they're about to turn her into a mannequin And she realizes that they're going to use her for parts. But their TV doesn't work. Yeah, their TV stops working, which is why Josh is coming in to do an emergency install. So he comes in, sees Bridget, and then panics because he's not supposed to be working at all because he quit his job or so his family thinks. And she's just like, don't come in here. They're going to take you for parts. So they both end up tied up. And Candace is at the table with Emily. And Emily's like, oh, he's been in the bathroom a long time. Huh. And Candace is like, he's not in the bathroom. He's across, he's across the, street. the street. Yeah. Because she has an app on her new iPad that's like, track my daddy or something. So 
They go across the street to the Forever 23. They all get tied up. And they're like, how are we going to get out of here? And Josh realizes that when they clap, their arms fall off of the mannequins. So he puts the clap like this app game up on the screens. And the mannequins start clapping with the game. They're They're like, like, it's "It's so so fun. It's it's so so addicting. And their arms and body parts are falling off. So, you know, his game saves the day. This whole episode is, like, hilariously outlandish. But I love the fact that he, like, thinks he sold this for a million dollars and they're living their life, like, how they wanted to for so long. And then they didn't actually make a million and he's going behind the back to try to cover up the fact that they're not rich. Yeah. I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. And then at the end, obviously, Bridget's mom calls and is like, we decided we're not going to cut you off. You can have your money back. And she's like, I learned the value of a dollar. This is amazing. I don't need your money. And then she's like, well, maybe half. Yeah. So she gets like half her money. But I thought it was a fun episode. I really enjoyed it because it wasn't focusing on the fact that they're old or the fact that they're aging. I feel like this episode really, they let themselves explore, create creatively like they really just let themselves indulge in the story and like the plot and i think that their show is always better when they do that and i feel like this fell a little bit closer to regular show where like there was always some weird like the futuristic sci-fi thing going on the show just really is revved up and Mm -hmm. then they started doing a very good job the first couple episodes i was like oh you know it's a new show so it's like Nerves are high. They want to make sure that they look a certain way. And I think they put out much better quality material Mm -hmm. when they get in a groove. And I think at the beginning, they weren't trying to do like much sci-fi stuff at all. Like they were trying to keep it very realistic for the most part. And I feel like as the season went on, they're like, we can have a flying dinosaur. We can have mannequins right. dancing in a thing that are trying to take over. Like, I, mean, I think it makes it fun. They really kind of like hit experiences that a lot of people can relate to as well. Like for instance, working at a, at a place like forever, what was 23. it? 23. Like we've never per se worked there, but I've worked at warehouses that are similar, right? Like, like I've worked at a clothing boutique. Like right. I know. So like you have, you, it's a relatable experience and I think that's kind of like what makes the show memorable. I agree. So we will be back next week to talk about the finale of season one of uh, Close Enough on IJD HDF.